When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 brand new second date update coming up next. First, though, Nine News consumer reporter John Matteris joins us so you don't waste your money. Hey, Good John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim. And, you know, I, I, it's hard to follow giving away a bag like that. It's saving <laughs> a couple of dollars at the grocery store. It's just it's just not in the same league. Uh, let's True. put it that way. But, but you know where to find the, the designer ones for cheap. That's <laughs> right, John. <laughs> so, you know, the thing is, we did this story last last week on Not In Your Side, and uh, it, it had so many uh, views, so many people shared the story, because it was about what neighborhoods have the lowest grocery prices around the tri-state. Mm-hmm. Now, now, first of all, the big grocery stores, this is really interesting, they, they set a certain price all around the area. So you oh. can't say that, oh, they're going to make, uh, you know, Amelia cheaper than Delhi Township or Westchester or Mason. It's, it's not. They, they, you know, when milk is $1.99 at a store, it's that price at that same store all over. Everywhere. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Cheerios, three twenty nine for box. I know because I buy Cheerios every week, and it's three twenty nine. dollars even, even in Over the Rhine, that's an interesting thing. People think that, oh, man, I'd never shop downtown living over the Rhine. They, they must get ripped off there. They don't. Huh. It's the exact same price there as it is up in Westchester. But we did find one area where there's so many stores that prices are lower because managers do have the ability. They're given the ability to to lower prices in a competitive environment. That's what the stores have told us. Mm. So you have one area with lower prices because there's so many stores. Do you know what, what area that is? Hyde Park. Mm-mm. Florence. Florence. Yay. Is it really? Yes. Really? Pick your purse, Tim. You know, because... <laughs> It's Florence. Florence has more grocery stores per capita than Is I think any, really? anywhere in the nation. Yeah, there's like wow. anywhere in the country. Nation? I don't know. I'm just making that up. Oh. But there's, <laughs> there, there is one grocery store for every man, woman, and child in Florence. Think about that. You go to Mall Road, and within a mile of Mall Road, you've got Meyer, you've got Kroger, you've got Target, Walmart. Yeah. you've got Walmart, you've got Sam's. They added a new Costco, and you've got Remke. Oh my goodness! That's all right. Because yeah. you have a lot of people traveling from far distances. Yeah, because people from all over Kentucky actually come to Florence to shop. You know, halfway down to Lexington and Louisville. Because of that we found so many deals because they're they're all competing. There's so many stores. So it's so everywhere else. Eggs are like a buck ninety nine uh, for a dozen eggs now. 
eighty-eight cents down. Really? In oh wow! Shut the this door. Was last week, and we found like all these other deals: chicken, milk, because there's so many grocery stores. So it's not worth crossing the Brent Spence Bridge to drive to Florence to save four dollars in your next grocery. It's if not, you live in Mason, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. if you live in Mason. Right. But if you're in Northern Kentucky, that is a really cool. It's the place to go. The, the more competition, the lower the price. Isn't that because Boone County too is like one of the fastest, completely yeah. maniac growing yeah. counties? Yeah, all the new homes in going Kentucky. Up and all the schools going in. And well, it's yeah. the first that's major it. city you hit after you know yeah. between Lexington and yeah. Louisville. Yeah, that's right. it. That's it. So right. there, you might find a, a few lower prices hmm. later today. A nine on your side. Debt collectors going after innocent people. What to do if they call you? We'll let you know so you don't waste your money. All right, John. We'll see you tonight. Leslie is looking for a second date update about a guy named Steve, and she's going to tell us all about it. First, welcome to the program. Thank you. Let's talk about this guy, Steve, your first date and how the two of you met. Um, well, it, I went to happy hour, which is funny. It's Carlo and Johnny's, and I heard you guys talking about it, and I love that ah. place. Right. Did we turn you on to uh, Carlo and Johnny's oh, happy hour? Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah you did. <laughs> anyway, my friend just recently got divorced, uh, so we went together, and we, I guess, had good luck because uh, we both met people. Cool. Nice. And I met this guy, Steve, and we went out. We went to dinner. Um, and that same night, or did you make plans to go out? No, no, no. We made plans to oh, go out. I'm sorry. Okay. And everything seemed to go well. We hung out. Uh, I think we got there like around 6, and we were there till like 9. Good conversation. Everything was fine. And then just nothing. And my friends, her and this guy that she had met at a happy hour, like, you know, they've got like a thing now. And hmm. I don't know. So you're feeling pressure. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with me? Is that what you think? Is there some kind of competition yeah. between you two? Aww. What's going on? So you, what did you both do? You both, you both met guys that same night and you both made dates. And you both went on your respective dates separately, I gather. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Did you both do dinners? Why? Is there something wrong with dinner? Is that what? <laughs> no, not That's at all. That's where I you went just... wrong. <laughs> Eating. So you said the conversation was good. Did he, like, touch your arm or anything like that where there was maybe a different yeah, type of connection? Was, yeah. It was all of, like, the makings of, like, a good first date. There was, like, there was, um, I mean, there was... <laughs> It was perfect. I don't know. It was perfect. There was like the nice, light, neat touch. There was a pleasant kiss at the end of the date. Um, nothing, you know, he wasn't 
she or right. anything. It was right. just, just right. Do you remember how the how it was left at the end? Like when he took you home, did he say, I would love to do this again. I'd love to see you again. Mm-hmm. Well, let's yeah, talk tomorrow. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's... Well, he said that he would be in touch and then we had a kiss. Oh, my mm. gosh. I don't okay. understand. I, I hate that we'll be in touch crap. Me too. Okay. I'll be in touch. And was there any communication between the two of you after that? No, nothing. Not even a text of like, hey, thinking about you. Hope you're doing no. well. No. Did you try to reach out? No. I mean, I'm not that kind. I, I don't know. I guess I'm your tradition. a little bit old school. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Which is fine. If he says, I'll talk to you later, that means he's going to call you word. later. Yeah, yeah I hopes. just took right. him for, yeah, I took him for Okay. Better so the truth. <laughs> about how long has it been since since the date? It's been about a week and a half. Okay. okay. Tell you what, we're going to take a break. We're going to get the phone number from you. We'll call Steve. Okay. And get an explanation, hopefully, if we can't get a second date. Okay. All right, we'll do that next. <laughs> Hang on. Jeff and Jen, Q102. All right. All right, this one seems pretty cut and dry. At the beginning, Leslie met a guy at Carlo and Johnny during happy hour. She was out with her girlfriend. In fact, they both met guys, and they both got dates out of these introductions. Mm-hmm, impressive. Leslie's date, Steve, took her to dinner, and she said all of the things that make it feel like a good date happened. There was physical contact. There was eye contact. Great conversation. They seemed to be relating well. There was a kiss at the end of the night. It was implied that they would get together again. There was a talk to you later. No awkward moments. Pretty textbook. As many of these second date updates go, it's been about a week and a half. There's been no communication. Leslie hasn't tried because she's sort of traditional that way, so she doesn't want to chase the guy, but the curiosity got to her, which is why she's here with us. So without making her wait any longer, we're going to try to call Steve... Hopefully get an explanation from him. Hello? Hello, Steve. Who's this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Wait. <laughs> Jeff and Jen from the radio? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, Steven. How are you today? <laughs> Great. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. I love how excited he is to hear from you guys. I can't believe you're calling me. This is crazy. It's like I, winning a scratch-off ticket. It really is. <laughs> yeah. The ladies that I work with would think so, yes, definitely. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, we love your show. We're, uh, we talk about Second Date Update all the time. Oh, well, uh, that's convenient. <laughs> because... Oh, my God. Wait, are you calling me for a Second Date Update? <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> ding, ding, Steve. Okay. Cool. It's your lucky day. <laughs> okay, cool. I have to ask you, was this an attempt to get on Second Date? Did you purposely not call Leslie back because <laughs> you were hoping to get on Second Date Update? Oh, it's Leslie. Um, oh. okay, no, uh, sorry, I've been dating a lot. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't intentional, but... Uh, right. Oh, so there's a lot of women you haven't been calling back. Uh, well, I mean, it I depends on your definition of a lot, I suppose, but uh, I definitely have not returned some calls. <laughs> and so you're officially on the market. Yes, I am. You're dating a handful of people. Um, I, I think what what's interesting about this is Leslie was left with the impression that you guys would get together again. It felt yeah. sincere to her. Uh, she mm-hmm. thinks she's a fairly good judge of character. And so if you say, hey, we're going to get together again, then she assumes that's going to happen. And and maybe it was your intention to call her back. However, when a week and a half had passed, that's when she was like, mm-hmm. did I have it all wrong? Was I mistaken? Did I Was uh, there something to the date that I missed? It, I'm, it, half and half. I mean, we did have a good time. It was nice. Um, 
she's fun. And again, she's really, really nice. I just don't, I just don't think we're a good fit. You know, sometimes you date people and it's, 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 you're just not a good fit. Huh. Yeah. Like professionally, especially for me, that was probably the thing that did not seal the deal. Professionally. Um, yeah. We just, you know, when you're talking to somebody, you're dating them for the first time, you try to learn a bit about each other. And as far as things like careers and like what we consider success, uh, it just didn't, match up you know it interesting wasn't for me now is it because you have different field choices are the two fields opposing or were the ambitions different does one job involve moving around and you want to stay can you be a little more specific well i mean my first gut instinct and i know this is going to sound kind of harsh is that i i'm divorced so i was married to somebody who was very similar to leslie and it just kind of gave me a weird vibe at first similar how um well, I mean, I just just that kind of vibe about, like I said, about like success and stuff. I thought I could kind of, all right, well, I'll get to know her a little bit more. And then, you know, basically when we first met, she told me that she worked in a law office, which was very exciting and cool. And, you know, lawyers are important, I guess. But uh, she didn't tell me that at the law office, she was a receptionist. And I know how much money receptionists make because I have several receptionists working for me. Oh, and wow. That is just not enough. Uh, I know, again, I don't mean to sound harsh, but... <laughs> really? We like what we like, and we want what we want. And, what are you, you looking know, for? Somebody? How much money? What's the salary? Do you have a minimum salary requirement? Now, there's nothing wrong with having an MSR. <laughs> Let's not get <laughs> crazy. It's not that there's anything wrong with it, but, I mean, me personally, I'm looking for an equal. I want someone who's on the same playing field as me. I, I at least want someone who's in my league. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be the one who's responsible for every time we go out, I got to pay. I mean... If we move in together, what's that mean? I'm going to have to pay all the rent and all the bills. Are you I'm kidding not, me, not, dude? Not this is kind of fascinating because usually when you hear this story, it's the other way yeah, around. Yeah, that's it's, what I was thinking. It's the woman, you know, not wanting to make a lot more than the man that she's dating. So I'm a non-traditional fella. You know, yeah. Kind of 21st century. Oh, wow. Uh, so you're looking for a woman. I, I don't know what it is that you do. I work in finance. Mm. I see. And you did, and you said you have a, a lot of uh, assistants working for you. Uh, receptionist. Re- receptionist. Oh, okay. this is harsh. I'm just being real, though. Just yeah. being honest. Boy, I, you know, I really didn't see this coming because when you said she works in a law office, I thought your objection was going to be that they represent some entity mm. that you had a moral issue with. Mm-hmm. Or that you or that you didn't trust lawyers, or <laughs> or maybe it was a, a law firm that currently had a case against you. Yeah. For yeah. Something. I did not expect this. Huh? She's a nice girl, you know. Like, again, it's just uh, we like what we like, and we have goals. Hopefully, uh, our ideas of success have got to be our ideas, and she was just not fitting the bill for me. Okay, Leslie, you have been very quiet through all of this. I almost forgot you were there. Have you been listening to all of this? That was, uh, that's enlightening. That's what? <laughs> enlightening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> do you get his point? I mean, I know it stings, but do you get where he's coming from? Um, I under, um, well, I get where he's coming from. Do I, um, do I sympathize? No, I, I, yeah, I hear what he's saying. I just, right. that that's no reason, you know? I mean... But I guess uh, to each his own. I mean, um, ultimately, I just think that is, I feel bad for him because he's going to pass up a lot of uh, fantastic people potentially uh, because of this on paper kind of thing uh, yeah. requirement. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. But you must have requirements of your own, yes? I do, but nothing that wouldn't be superseded by a great personality and a a good person, you know? Good for you, Leslie. Yeah, no salary (laughs) requirement, no job. No MSR. Look, I mean, I think it's it's more unusual for a woman to say, he doesn't have to be ambitious, I don't care what he does or how much he makes. Right. You may not say out loud what that amount is. Yeah, but I mean, I think that there is a gray area because, of course, I do want him to be ambitious. I just don't have any... Deal breaker rules. Can I just say real quick, like a a first date, especially, it is to a certain degree. It's sort of like a a job interview. And if if you don't meet certain requirements, you don't get the job. Oh, wow. Obviously, yeah. Nice delivery, dude. (laughs) Good God. I think I dodged a bullet right there. Obviously, we're coming from Mm. two completely different places. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to show two sides yeah. of him. He's not helping me. No. All right. Yeah. Well, Steve, to be fair to Steve, he said he has already been married to uh, another woman who yeah. it didn't work out. He's been down so this road before. He's looking at this new dating scenario uh, with some lessons that he's learned. And, whether, and whether they're yeah. familiar. familiar. It sounds like some jaded lessons, to be honest. It sounds like a business agreement. It may not be the mostly. best lessons, but they're the lessons know? Steve learned. Yeah. And, that's, and I will back... Tim and Steve on this one because I'll tell you one of the dates that I went out on on my five-day chat, lovely man, mm-hmm. sweet, kind man. But there but. were moments where he said a couple of things and I w- it was like immediately, boom, oh, I was married yeah. to that guy. Uh-huh. It, it, oh. uh, an old tape played. It did. Yeah. And wow. it was just like, boom. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope hey, and again, again no hard feelings. You're a sweet girl, day. and I'm sure you will make some guy who doesn't have the requirements I do very happy, but you're not for me. That's all. Okay, Sorry. fair enough. It's fine. All right. All right, Steve. Hey, man, thanks for taking the call. Would you please give our best to your coworkers and the women in the office that listen? Yeah. I definitely will. I'm going to play this, though. I, I can't wait. Thank you. So you much. bet. Okay. <laughs> Tell me that hi. Good luck, Steve. Yeah, so you. long. I'm sorry, Leslie. Yeah, that sucks. I'm no, sorry, Leslie. No, it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad I have... I, I'm glad I have got some sort of explanation. Right. Right. Okay. I know it's not because of my face or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, something that... Right. Or something well, you said. Yeah. It's so weird for me because I feel like such a weird double standard here. Like, for me, I'm mad yeah. at him because he has a minimum salary requirement against... Her, but but as a yeah. woman that wants to date someone, I'm like, um, I need you to have a Would little you bit of yeah. somebody. I mean, well, and that's, kinda, and that's the point I was trying yeah. to make when Steve was still I mean, on the phone. I'm a little torn. Like I thought he was a harsh dude yeah. just because of the His way that he said sucked. it. But part of me is going like, well, if I were a girl and you know he was making yeah. considerably less yeah. than I was. I would be like, I don't know about this guy. Is he going to be a provider? You got to live in the real world. Yeah. And the real world costs money. I get it. All right. Well, you sound like you're taking it all in stride. You actually sound good with it. Yeah. He's not the dude for you, though, all around. Because Leslie was like, well, at least it wasn't my face. So at least we didn't. (laughs) There was no hot button press there. Right. Which is good. All right, Leslie, (laughs) listen, thank you so much. I'm sorry it didn't work out. But like right. you said, you it sounds like you dodged a bullet, so you yeah. keep on hanging out at Carlo and Johnny. Keep and, on uh, keeping on. Yeah. We'll run yeah. into you, I'm sure, eventually. And yeah. if you need another right. friend to go with you, Jeff and I are there for you. We'll, we'll be your <laughs> wingman, yeah. Awesome. All right, take you care. Guys. You got it. All right. All right, bye. Bye-bye.
People weighing in on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page about today's second date update. Michael, biggest jerk on second date update ever. Part of me says he's just being real, but still need to do it with a little more class. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, when you're put on the spot and you don't have a lot of time to really maybe juice your words, it just kind of falls out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was I, honest. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what we should do. We should call people ahead of time and say, hey, listen, <laughs> hey, prepare your answer. If you don't want a second date, take some time to think about your reason why yeah. so that your delivery yeah. is call better. So people don't attack you. Call a PR person. Help them write it for you. Yeah, right. write a statement. So you're not so blunt you can sugarcoat it a little bit yeah just a smidge Mm -hmm. wow well you never know what you're gonna get and that's why be prepared if you want us to call and do a second date update for (laughs) you you just got to get a hold of us at 513-749-2320 or email us jeff and jen at wkrq 721 jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 got showers this morning and again this evening cloudy skies all day we'll see a high around 70 it is 52 at Cincinnati's Q102. We're just talking about this woman in Massachusetts who went on a hike with a guy last month. And I guess the date was so bad she pretended to be sick, but she, she may have. <laughs> she was too good of an actress. Pretended to be a little too sick because the cops ended up showing up to help her. And that's when she had to admit she lied. So we asked the question. When did you fake sick and it backfired? Lisa. Well, this was when I was a kid, not as an adult. Um, I was in first grade and we were getting our TB test done at school. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to go that day because I didn't want to have that done. And I only lived a half a block from the school. So the school nurse came to my house. That's awesome. Yeah, so it didn't work. Yeah, they oh, figured God. out pretty quick you weren't so sick. Mm. Absolutely. Darn it. Yeah. That reminds me of like Ferris Bueller when he's sick and everyone mm. comes looking for him. Uh, <laughs> right, right. That yeah, was the that greatest, was most inspirational movie of all time. It was right so there. great, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Bueller. Bueller. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> Josh. I used to run my own company and um, oh. I had about 12 employees and I called in sick to spend the day with my wife. I went out. To, we went out to lunch, and I will not even kid you. I walk in the door, and there are all twelve of my employees sitting and having lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! <laughs> I had to do a lot of explaining because I was always very hard on them about being at work. Right. Oh man. Which you know, the funny part is, they were probably taking like a three-hour liquid lunch. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, because you were out. That's great. That's great. Boss isn't here. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Yeah, guys, thanks. TJ. Yes. When did you fake sick and it backfired? I was 14, okay, mm. and um, I had a date to a school dance, and I decided the boy, I didn't like him anymore. Uh, imagine that. And um, so I didn't want to go with him, so I told him I wasn't going, and I was positive he wouldn't go. I just knew he wouldn't go. But, of course, I went, and he went. And so that was awkward. But I hid in the bathroom all night, oh. and he stalked the bathroom door all night. Oh. Waiting for you to come out. In the bathroom. And my friends kept coming and going and giving me status. But, yeah, that was a big backfire. Yeah. Big backfire. You should have just I gone with him and ignored him once you got there. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> that savvy yet. Um, another time I did call in sick and ended up at the liquor store, and my boss was also there. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, that wasn't good. That's the worst. No. <laughs> My grandma always did say, a little nip of whiskey. That's nip true. That right mm-hmm. in the bud. Mm-hmm. Moonshine. Thank you, TJ. Thanks. And Marie. Yes. So I have a good story for you. Yeah. So let me start with I'm a teacher. And okay. in order to be a teacher to have a personal day, you have to give two weeks' notice. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I was going to put in for Oprah Winfrey tickets. And I thought there was no way that I would even get these. Well, sure enough, I got noticed that in two days there was an Oprah Winfrey ticket spot that I could take a few girls with me to go see the Oprah Winfrey show. And so I did. I uh, took it upon myself that says it was once in a lifetime uh, um, opportunity. So I took it along with a couple of the moms in my classroom that were my room moms. They had, you know, we were all speaking about it. So we made a big venture to Chicago. And sure enough, I thought, there was no way they would see me on TV. And they panned the audience in their eyes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Busted. So, <laughs> that's um, great. Yeah, that was really great. Wow. <laughs> but it was once in a lifetime. I, um, my principal, Shanna, you know, yelled at me, but then she went, wow, how'd you get those? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you figure if you're going to go down, you may as well go down in flames. Yeah, that's right. I know. I know. I just said, well, it was educational purposes, right? Yeah, at least it was Oprah, Oprah not awesome. Springer or, like, Mari Povich or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thanks, exactly. Anne-Marie. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sometimes I do things that are so lazy that I'm proud of it. The other night, I bought a movie on iTunes that I own on DVD. (laughs) Just so I wouldn't have to get out of bed. I could have reached my DVDs. The collection is right there in my bed. I could have reached over to the shelf, grabbed a DVD, but then I thought to myself, yeah, but you're not gonna be able to just flick it in there. You're not a magician. So I said, you know what? If Shawshank Redemption is under $15 on iTunes, I'm buying it. $14.99. And sold. And I was so thrilled. I told all my friends. But then I told my older brother, what are you doing buying a movie you already own for $15? Like, what, it's $15? Who cares about $15? Nah, it adds up, kid. It adds up, guy. $15 here, $15 there, it adds up, guy. Let me tell you something, because this is true. It only adds up if you add it up. Seven thirty-five. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. I'm laughing because Jen's over there. I can hear this like pill bottle rattling. Taking my pills. Know, the <laughs> morning pill popping. <laughs> Your vitamins out. Here we go. Vitamins. <laughs> I know. Seriously, what are those? Are they just vitamins and I supplements got all kinds and stuff? Of stuff. Yeah, I got all kinds of things. What are you taking? We're taking some B12. We're taking um, a multivitamin. I feel like I need a few things today. Do you? <laughs> I do. Well, you know, I have supplies. <laughs> I know. I've already gone through most of my first coffee, and it's cold now. Oh, I'm on coffee, too. I had a very busy weekend of no sleep. Ready for my next one. Coffee is good. Yeah, nap. Dana Carvey came back to Saturday Night Live. Saturday night as the church lady. It was the first time in five years, and really the, the second time in the past 15 years. Want to hear a little of the uh, church lady? I miss this character. Sure. All right. Welcome to Church Chat. I'm the church lady. You know, it's interesting times in America, right? And now we've landed on the exciting presidential matchup between a godless liberal Democrat and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> 
My, but first, my favorite event of the week, the Met Gala Ball. A classy evening where strumpets and streetwalkers and sluts get to parade around in the latest <laughs> genital fashions. First, we have Madonna. Let's see what this 57-year-old mother chose to wear. <laughs> Her fanny's just hanging out with sturdy oh straps to push those six-decade-old buns straight to heaven. Go to Jesus. And then we have Beyonce. She must have been thinking, what should I wear to the ball tonight? I know, a giant latex condom. <laughs> All wrapped up and ready to fornicate. <laughs> Speaking of fornicating, Beyonce made a record called Laminate about her husband's affairs. With that in mind, introducing today's sponsor, Church Ladies Lemonade. <laughs> it's freshly squeezed, just like Jay-Z's naughty parts. <laughs> Let's see. She's awesome. Yeah. This is uh, <laughs> this is the church lady meeting Ted Cruz. My first guest is someone I've talked about quite a bit here on Church Chat, but we've never actually met face to face. Please welcome Satan. <laughs> you, can, you can actually just call me Ted Cruz. Oh, I'm terribly sorry about that. That's I was okay. just quoting one of your colleagues, Teddy. Don't get in a bunch. And now you've quit the race entirely. Why, what, what, why do you think it didn't work out? Well, church lady, I suppose the American people weren't ready for a candidate with strong Christian values. Someone like me who follows the righteous path and lives his faith every blessed moment. Has anyone ever told you that you're just a little preachy? <laughs> there it is. That's that happy superior face, because we love Jesus more than anybody. Well, yes, I, I, I do pray to God often, and, and I think everything that happened was part of God's plan. Was it? Was it God's plan for you to get humiliated by an orange mannequin? <laughs> Tell me, Ted, man walking, what are you going to do now? <laughs> well, well, actually, church lady, I... I've been thinking about turning evil for a while, you know, going to the dark side. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been told to go to hell so many times, I, I think it's finally time to check it out. <laughs> wow, well, what a, what a fun trip you're looking forward to. Yeah. I rarely say this in an encouraging way, but see you in hell. <laughs> Thank you, church lady. All right, very good. Church lady also met Donald Trump, played by Daryl Hammond. Hi, Donnie. Have a seat. Look at you. Hey, church lady. It's great to be here. Yes. Your place looks tremendous. Believe me, this is one classy, fun house. Actually, this is what we call a church. Something tells me that you're not a big churchgoer. Oh, I'm a big church guy. I'm mm -hmm. there all the time. Sometimes I go, even when it's not church day. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a, what a well-put statement. Um, does Donnie ever take a gander at the Holy Scripture? Honestly, I love all the books in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I do. They're all terrific. Corinthians part due. <laughs> Book of Revelations. Two Genesis, two Furious. Which says, and I quote, love thy neighbor as thyself, and like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> yeah, so those are just some of the highlights. Oh, uh, too funny. Dana, I just missed, missed the character. Him. I know, I was yeah. going to say, that's, that's kind of what I... Why I hung in there as long as I did is because I just, yeah, I like the character. I just love what Dana Carvey did with that. God, 
And when was that? Was that in the 90s, 80s, 80s, wasn't it, that Dana Carvey was on Saturday Night Live? I don't know that it went back that far. I want to say I was in high school. Really? Oh, well, I do, because must have my been. best friend, Sean, she used to do then. it. Yeah, she used to do. 1986. <laughs> he joined the Saturday Night Live cast in 1986 and did Wayne's World in 92. There you go. Wow. I know. He doesn't even look that old. Not that that's old, but I'm like, wow, I just, man. He's been around a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's aging well. He looks almost the same. He sure does. 741. It looks like it's going to be a wet one. The next few days, we've gotten so much rain. But look at how plush and green it looks out there. It does. It, it, see, it feels like only a few weeks ago, there was just nothing but branches, brown branches. We were driving through Ross yesterday, and the corn crops are already kind of starting to sprout to a, little a little bit. bit. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. Showers this morning and again this evening with cloudy skies all day and a high of 70. Right now it's 54 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. And coming up, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese, so you don't waste your money. There you go. Now you got it. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen. 838, morning showers, cloudy skies. Uh, then uh, more evening showers and a chance of a th- roll of thunder. Or some lightning, a high of 70. Right now it's 54 degrees. I know, I had the, we had the craziest, it wasn't a storm. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't thunder and lightning, but it had to have been the heaviest downpour I've ever heard in my life the other night. Two nights ago? Yeah. Yes. It woke me out of my sleep. Really? It was so, Sleeping? I was just crawling in and it lulled me right. It was perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have asked for it. Better sleep that night. Hmm. Does never wake you up, though. I know. I'm kind of curious as to what, what was going through. on. You must not have had enough to drink. You sleep through a lot. No, you're not kidding. <laughs> but I got the alarm situation worked out. Oh, good. So the motion detectors programmed as it's supposed are, to. The cats were setting off? off the motion detectors. <laughs> how, are the, how are the children? Are they adapting well? Adapting great. As long as he doesn't get out tuna fish. Oh, my goodness. So the last night... I broke out a can of tuna fish for me, okay. not for the cats, for me. Well, you had to know you were going to get this reaction. Yes, and I know, and I've had cats before, and I know that they like tuna fish, and they, they smell it, and they want some. Well, and they hear the can opening. That's always an exciting time. These cats lost their minds. <laughs> they were yelling at me. And tip, and I've got them where they, you know, if they jump up on the counter, I'm like, uh-uh, get down. And they get down. That's it. That's all you got to do. They don't care. When it comes to tuna fish... They don't care if a cement mixer is headed their way. They're not moving. They're getting that tuna fish. Really? They're very focused. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you crazy. do? Just put it away? Well, I was afraid to give them any tuna fish because these are new cats, and they've been on just a standard, plain old Purina cat chow diet. For... I like the way you say They're new cats. Well, new to me. They've only been They're fed cat food, though. They've only, to my knowledge. They're animals. If you let them outside and lost them, they would survive for years on just... Eating they're, they're mice. Predator. Not these cats. Instinct. They're declawed. Uh oh. No, they wouldn't last. They got five their back with just the front or all four? Uh one's got all four and the other one's got the front. <sighs> you should um give them yeah, a make little sure and they stay in the See house. how it went, you know? Just a little I did. I I gave them a little tiny bit, mixed it in with their dried food. It was mm-hmm. fine. And they were good to go? Yeah. You gotta I be rem- careful with that though. You start spoiling them on tuna fish and they're never gonna want to eat their regular. Now they're hooked. Yeah. yeah. We used to pour the like the juice or the water or whatever over their dry 
food. Yeah. That was Just something so they, they have the deal. flavor. So they have the flavor, but they still had to crunch. Mm-hmm. Well, I like tuna fish. I want to be able to eat the tuna. It's my tuna fish. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Is that he really didn't no. want to share? Mine. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Jeff does not share food. Get out of here. A uh, lawyer in Florida named David Maloney got arrested for DUI on Saturday night, which could be bad for business because in his commercials, he's always talking about how he won't represent drunk drivers. <laughs> So how's this going to work out? Believe it or not, I still sometimes get calls from people who think that they can convince me or pay me enough to represent them in a drunk driving context. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you drink and you drive and you hurt someone, don't call me. I'm not going to represent you. I'm not going to help you. If anything, I'm going to be the lawyer going after you. Yeah. Well, Ooh, badass. Yeah, listen to this guy. Yeah. He just got arrested for DUI himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta love that. Yeah, happens. Happens. It's always interesting. I mean, how it's many politicians... It's always the most self-righteous people. Right. I mean, how many politicians have, you know, gone after one group of people? Who was the politician that was anti-gay rights and then got and then caught? Playing, and then playing footsie in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some old yeah. creepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember that. And he was doing the tapping on the stall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This high school in Florida, this high school orchestra was in the middle of a performance last month when the power went out. But they kept playing in the dark for seven more minutes. Really good high school orchestra. Yeah. Really good. And then after that, so after this, okay, the power had gone out. They played an additional seven more minutes, even in the dark. And when it was over, after the applause, a man is trying to get everyone to evacuate, and people thought he was joking. Like, the why? This piece has a lot of nuances. I don't know if they'll sing anymore. <laughs> Should I do it in? Should I just go on? Actually, we're supposed to be back in the building. What? <laughs> It's so weird. I'm gonna play on like the Titanic. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep on playing. Yep. Got to evacuate the building. The orchestra played seven more minutes. <laughs> Everything was fine. I've never heard of that before. Electricity's out. Evacuate. That's right. Eight forty-four with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. Coming up, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. But first, we check in with Tori and Cannon. Started off busy this Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.